Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, former pro football quarterback and president of the Sold Out Youth Foundation, Roman Gabriel III. Join us for up-close conversations with high-impact people dedicated to faith and family from the world of sports and entertainment. Remember, Sold Out relies on you, the listener, and your support in order to deliver this program. You can donate to the Sold Out Youth Foundation at soldouttv.com. Follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel III. Check out the Sold Out program at soldouttv.com along with its mission to impact America's youth by challenging students to be alcohol and drug abstinent and teaching valuable life skills and biblical principles of success. Today, Roman's guest on Sold Out Sports Talk is Ph.D. neuroscientist and brain health specialist, Dr. Kristen Willemeyer. The brain is involved in everything we do, from the thoughts that we think, the quality of our relationships, um, and the things that we do to fuel our brain, so the foods that we put in, the fluids we drink, it all matters. Now, here's the host of Sold Out Sports Talk, Roman Gabriel III. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Roman Gabriel, your host, and uh, hope everybody's having a great time out there. Great to have you in, and um, I've, got a, I've got a guest that uh, has been on my program before. Uh, we are good friends and uh, love what she does. She's a senior research fellow at Society for Brain Mapping and Therapeutics, uh, former director of the Department of Neuroimaging and Clinical Research at the Amen Clinics. She's done some incredible work on Alzheimer's, some incredible work on concussions in football. We have a mutual friend in Lee Steinberg and uh, Kristen Willemeyer, Dr. Kristen Willemeyer. Kristen, how are you? Hi, Roman. Such a pleasure to be on the show again. Thank you so much for the invitation. Oh, it's great. Great having you. And how have you been? I've been doing really well. Just getting ready for the holidays. <laughs> How about well, yourself? you're in one of my you're one of my favorite places. I mean, I've spent a lot of time in LA the last couple of years and home home base. So uh, we have that in common. But uh, a lot of great stuff going on out there, and I've been following you uh, on all your different platforms, and you're doing some incredible work. So tell me what last time we spoke, you were doing some really important research. Um, uh, what's happening now? Well, actually, right now, I've been taking some time to write a book that I'm going to be publishing in 2020 about brain health. And in and, and it'll be a lot of the work that uh, and the research that we've published working with a professional athlete. So, you know, I, I don't know if you, you know, have colleagues that have written books, but you, you almost have to take a few months off to really focus. So that's, that's what I've been doing currently. Um, and then I have a few projects on the side that are more in line with sports safety and some of the newer technologies that are going to be available to help kids playing sports. Well, you know that's right up my alley in terms of what we do, and that is you know, making sure that student-athletes are balanced, that they've got mental health, physical health, spiritual health, emotional health. Um, you know, all those things have to play uh, for especially a growing adolescent and teenager to be at their full potential. And what I love about what you do is you really break it down from a scientific standpoint, which, you know, we talk about life skills and we talk about preparing kids for success, but so much of success for a student athlete is how they take care of their body, right? Absolutely. I mean, you and I have had discussions about this. You know, the brain is involved in everything we do, from the thoughts that we think, 
the quality of our relationships, um, and the things that we do to fuel our brain for the foods that we put in, the fluids we drink, it all matters. And what I love about you and the work that you do with kids is you're teaching them to think about caring for the health of their brain at an early age, and you're doing it through that mind-body-spirit approach, which I really appreciate. So in terms of, I, I read an article recently that you were involved with uh, that talked about the tie between uh, concussions and, and, and Alzheimer's or concussions and, and, and brain significant brain problems later on in the life of a, of a pro football player. So sure. for parents that are out there, how does the research you're doing about pro football players, uh, how does that work in terms of how it plays out for a parent who's thinking about having their son or daughter play a contact sport or something like soccer, which, again, is another, you know, concern for head injuries. Well, and, and let me just start with, you know, one of the major research studies that came out um, in October of this year was investigating the impact of soccer and the, playing professional soccer um, leads to three times the rate of neurodegenerative diseases. So we're seeing these collision-based sports, whether it's soccer or football, causing, you know, an increased uh, incidence of neurodegenerative diseases in these populations of athletes, and nobody had ever seen it in that sport. So I think the bigger message that we think, have to think about here is it's these repetitive subconcussive impacts that are causing the changes in the brain that are happening at very early ages but may not manifest in a clinical symptom until later on in life, whether that's in their 40s, 50s, or 60s. But on the flip side of that, you know, I'm about empowering people with knowledge. So there's the research on one side, and we can image somebody's brain and start to see the damage that's happening. But what we want to do is empower parents with the knowledge that there's things that you can feed your brain, there's nutrient support that you can give the brain, um, there's things that you can do when, if you're going to have your child play a collision-based sport, um, making sure that you're aware of the symptoms of concussions and when to pull them out and when to have them go see their doctor to get checked out. So I think we're really becoming more aware of things that we can do and not letting uh, subconcussive impacts or concussive impacts go unnoticed. Um, and especially because these kind of things lead to changes in mental function. For example, you see an increased incidence of anxiety, depression, and ADHD in um, kids and even the athletes that uh, play these sports. So it could be as simple as making sure that those things get treated and addressed instead of not uh, taken care of. We're talking with Dr. Christian Willemeyer, Senior Research Fellow at the Society for Brain Mapping and Therapeutics. And uh, So, Christian, tell me if I'm a parent, you know, you know, in, in parent language, and yeah. I'm deciding <laughs> to let my child play soccer, and, you know, we've talked about yeah. the heading in soccer, about some organizations are actually talking about helmets for soccer because right. that's a big part of that problem with concussion. Um, football, and I come to you and I say, Christian, I'm thinking about letting my 13-year-old daughter play soccer. What are four or five things I need to know coming in? Well, me being a neuroscientist, I would probably have them do some type of baseline testing. 
I might have a parent do a very non-invasive form of brain imaging called a QEEG, which stands for quantitative electroencephalography. So we can actually measure the brainwave activities of your child, get a baseline and see where their brain is at at the beginning of the season, and then do a follow-up at the end of the season just to see if there were any changes. So you've got baseline testing either with the neuroimaging or even just baseline cognitive assessment. I think that's a smart way to start. Um, number two, I would probably talk to parents about the kind of food that you're feeding your children. Um, omega-3 fatty acids are really important in the health and development of your brain function. So that can be taking omega-3 fatty acid supplements or having fish one to three times per week just to help support um, healthy brain function. You know, you want to make sure you're feeding your kids clean, nutrient-dense food, living, you know, high-enzyme content foods. Make sure they're getting enough green leafy vegetables and fruit. So people don't realize that these living foods provide antioxidants actually protect your brain health. You know, make sure that your kids are hydrated and drinking water. You know, uh, the body's 75% water. The brain is 85% water. You know, that's a, that, that's, a, that's a real problem today, um, Christian, yeah. you know, for yeah. especially for kids that haven't played athletics before is, you know, that water intake is so important for for so many reasons health-wise. And, and I think a lot of times even parents can miss that by giving, you know, the soft drink or the energy drink or tea or, or you know, Kool-Aid. You know, all those things are refreshing and the kids love the, you know, the taste and the sugar, but are they really getting, you know, what they need from, from a fluid standpoint and being hydrated? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. And I grew up in the day of Gatorade, you know, so you'd have this more sugary or electrolyte type of uh, drinks. Now, you could do water with electrolytes to actually help uh, the nutrients get into the cells. But I think it's really smart. So teaching your kids at a young age these healthy brain habits, they're going to carry it through, you know, adolescent into adulthood. So I actually think it's a great time to do some brain training. You know, again, you've got the baseline testing you can do at the beginning of the season. And I just think it's smart, whether it's just, you know, a baseline impact test or a non-invasive quantitative EEG, which is not expensive. You know, you're not exposed to any radioactive materials. It's just a very easy way you can put a cap on the head, see your child's electrical activity. If they have a concussion during the season, whether they're playing soccer, they're playing football, they're playing lacrosse, you can have them go in and get a follow-up test done. And the beauty of having that work done is if they do have problems, you can use some of the technologies like neurofeedback to help support the brain and the brain connections that might not as uh, might not be functioning optimally following and it all, that concussion, and it, and it also takes a lot of pressure off the doctor and the coach, right? It, it does because here's the thing: I always advocate. You know, I've talked to Lee Steinberg about this. We advocate that if kids are going to play sports, they should have their own medical team. So you've got your personal family physician. You might have somebody. Um, involved in sports psychology or 
uh, neurofeedback or neurology, and you have your team who knows your child, so that if something happens and you need to have them come and be evaluated, you've already got the baseline testing done. And I feel like parents will just feel better about that. So it, it takes the guesswork out of, you know, is my child okay? Are they not okay? Are they worse following that impact? And trust me, kids, you know, kids might not even know how to verbalize that they're not right. doing well. When we come back, more on Sold Out. You're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman continues his interview with neuroscientist and brain health expert, Dr. Kristen Willemeyer. Now, once again, here's Roman Gabriel III. Dr. Kristen Willemeyer is with us. She's a senior research fellow at Society for Brain Mapping and Therapeutics. And, you know, my question is, um, you know, in terms of your personal life, how, how, does, how, how does a person... Uh, uh, you know that that you know grew up riding horses like you did. You were an athlete. <laughs> how, how do you yeah. how do you get from being a, a, a you know a, a student athlete to college to to want to be involved in or have the desire to get involved with brain mapping and therapeutics? I, I mean, how how did that come about for you? How do, so your question is how did I go from sports to neuroscience? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's actually a great question. So I had always hoped that I would be a professional athlete, a professional equestrian. I showed horses starting at age seven all the way until I left for college. And our family um, has owned horses for 40 years. So I'm very much an athlete and love sports. And that's why I I speak on this topic very much from a pro-athlete, pro-sport um, very supportive of kids playing sports. And I initially thought that I was going to go off to medical school, but found that I had an aptitude for science and just fell in love with studying neuroscience. And I, ha- I have to say it happened because I was dating somebody who was a doctor at Harvard and happened to be a um, team physician with the New England Patriots. He was like an adjunct um, support physician and he talked me out of going to medical school because he had he saw I had an aptitude for science and I ended up going into neuroscience at his direction and you know I've never looked back and I, I kind of think it's interesting that I ended up working with pro athletes um so it, it's much more um I, I guess I would say sort of a divinely guided career path not not as conscious as I would have hope and I'm so happy that I'm here. So tell me about some of the, uh, you know, pro athletes that you're working with in terms of what you're actually doing, because that's such a huge, huge uh, thing right now in terms of the NFL, in terms of fans, in terms of parents. You know, last time we spoke, you said, you know, there's some serious ramifications from long term uh, collisions uh, in the NFL. Um, do we know more now, or, or, or do we have a better idea for how we can keep NFL athletes safe? Or, And then the second part of that, for the guys that have already been through, what, what can they do? Uh, I think those are both great questions. So I think we just have to start with a premise. If you're going to play a collision-based sport uh, or a sport where an impact to the head is going to be over 10 Gs, um, you know, you're going to have to just be proactive about taking care of the health of your brain. And you can do that very simply through diet and lifestyle changes. I mean, that means just staying at a healthy weight, 
for your height and making sure you eat clean foods. And, you know, many of us know what that is, right? A Mediterranean-type diet. Um, you know, that those are sort of the simple things that you can do. But if you're playing a sport and have any sort of cognitive issues, there's so many things that we can do, um, you know, physiologically to support the brain. You know, we've got all kinds of technologies from hyperbaric oxygen therapy, um, which helps to, um, I'll just say the big word, revascularize your central nervous system. So it actually helps to grow new um, blood vessels in the brain, so you're going to get more oxygen and blood flow. Um, we've got technologies like transcranial magnetic stimulation, which is used for people with treatment-resistant depression. So if you're suffering from a uh, consequences of mental health issue, like depression, we've got these technologies to help, um, you know, alleviate that. So it really depends on, you know, where you're at. And I think the first place to start always is baseline testing, whether that's a neurological evaluation plus a uh, psychiatric evaluation you know, to see where you are and where we need to take you. But I, I really want to emphasize that what I've seen, the changes that can happen in the brain, you know, increasing blood flow and oxygen and helping to reestablish the neural connection so that your brain is more stable and efficient. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. I've seen players get better. I've seen their uh, they having a better quality of life. And that's what I think is most important and most empowering. So we can play our sports, be aware that there are risks, <laughs> because with many sports there are risks, and just make sure that we are proactive in, in empowering ourselves to be able to take care of the health of our brain. And I think, you know, I've, I've known you for a long time. I feel like people are now really starting to embrace the brain and think about it a little more often. And, you know, a little bit of love and care for the brain now and the simple things, the foods we eat, you know, again, exercising, um, clean nutrients, um, keeping the alcohol limited, you know, do a, a glass of wine per week. I mean, it's these little things that add up over time. And that's Doc what can either save your brain health or accelerate brain aging. Dr. Christian Willemeyer with us. Uh Research Fellow at Society for Brain Mapping Therapeutics. And, you know, uh, the NFL did a big program with USA football, youth football, by doing the Heads Up program where coaches have to be certified yeah. on how to hit correctly and how, how to tackle correctly, how to block correctly, doing it without the head. Uh, Pete Carroll, coach of the Seattle Seahawks, came up with a new tackling technique, more of a rugby te technique that he's implemented uh, and done in several videos that are available out there. But the one thing I think is missing based upon what you're saying, though, Christian, is that why aren't we doing um, mandatory talk about what you're talking about when kids first check in for youth sports, especially if it's lacrosse, soccer, football, where part of the education together with the parents and the kids is what you're talking about in terms of having a team, a neurological team, getting a baseline test. Um, you know, having that as part of the educational piece for parents when they get their kids into the program initially. I think it's probably just people like myself and colleagues who are doing research in this specific area. You know, we're the ones that need to be the leaders and continue to recommend it. And then I think you know, just like a grassroots effort, it will start to grow and you'll start to see this 
you know, in high schools and colleges around the United States. So I do love, um, again, the things that Pete Carroll are doing, heads up tackling, you know, no tackling in football before the age of 14. They're now going to start doing that with soccer. I think they're going to start limiting um, heading for soccer before the age of 14. So all of that helps because you're putting your brain first. And the reason why that's so important is we only get one. We can't trade it in. You know, we need it to last a lifetime. And I just think a little bit of education when we're young. I mean, trust me, nobody was talking to me about this when I was showing horses and falling off repeatedly. So I just think, you know, we're now able to have these conversations. You're kind enough to have me come on your show and, you know, inspire people to think a little bit more about their brain and their brain health. And again, I just want to add to what Christian's saying, parents. You know, it's okay to be concerned. There's been an awful lot of information negative about this out in the press where some of you moms out there are really concerned about your children playing a contact sport. But I will say this, based on what Christian Christian said, you know, we never had any of this. The equipment is so much better. The research is so much better. The practice habits are so much better. The training for coaches is so much better. So, yes, as, as Christian said, there are risks. But if, if your child wants to play a contact sport uh, and you choose to do it, you know, I always tell parents what you just said, you know, let them grow, let them mature. Don't get into contact sports until maybe they get into junior high. Have Play flag sports, play non-contact sports, get their, their, their flexibility, their, you know, uh, their, their ability to handle things athletically and get used to it. But wouldn't you say, Kristen, that, that that's pr- probably never been a better time you know, in terms of doing the right things and having the support that's out there for parents? I mean, it's extraordinary. We're seeing changes in the helmet technologies. We're seeing changes in the way the game is practiced, as you just said, you know, uh, heads-up tackling. You know, you, you were from the day where you, hit, you know, hit your head between the numbers. And, you know, also there's still a lot of players that are out there and that are probably listening that are doing just fine, you know. They've taken care of their brain health. You know, they don't have any issues in their family, any psychiatric issues or family members that have degenerative issues. So you never know what kind of things you might inherit just through your family line. That's why I'm, you know, telling parents, you know, so just genetics. think about your, yeah, it's just a genetic contribution. So let your kids go out and have fun, play the sports they love. And I think, you know, as parents, the best thing you can do for your child is if you see them struggling, they've had a concussion, they come home, something seems off psychologically, just go take them to the doctor to get tested. I, I mean, it could be as simple as getting on top of it early instead of not knowing. Because back when you and I were doing it, nobody took me in when I fell off my horses. Like, you, you know, you go home, you go to sleep, you go to school, you go back and ride again. So I think we're just more aware and that's a really good thing. And the, the advances in technology and neuroimaging and um, the kind of uh, therapies that we have to support the brain are extraordinary. The neurofeedback, I mean, I've seen people completely restore their brain health. So I really want to send a message of empowerment. You're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel, talking to Dr. Kristen Willemeyer. Uh, senior research fellow at the Society for Brain Mapping and Therapeutics. And, of course, if you want more information about youth and about all things youth, you can go to our website at soldouttv.com. 
Uh, also, r- really quick, Christian, if they want information about some of these studies, some of the things you've been doing, how they can catch up with you, how, how would they do that in terms of social oh, networking? Wonderful. Yes. Well, you're welcome to go on my website at com. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Dr. Willemeyer. I know that's a really long name. W-I-L-L-E-U-M-I-E-R. That's W-I-L-L-E-U-M-I-E-R. I might have to change it to Dr. Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, 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 listen, I would really tell you, parents, if you are concerned about this issue and you want to learn more about how you can keep your kids safe but yet have fun and enjoy playing team sports and contact sports in, in specifics, uh, to definitely check out her website. Uh, definitely check out her social sites. There's always some really cool research and, and new information that she's putting out there for you. So, parents, we hope you'll take advantage of that. Um, Chris, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Do me a favor. When you write that book, we want to have you back on so we can hear. I'm really, really looking forward to that. And I hope there's some really cool. I know you have a lot of great stories about uh, some of the opportunities you've had to work with athletes and football players. And uh, we have, a, again, a real common good friend in, in Lee Steinberg, and he's very involved with this as, as well, the super agent. So, Chris, it's great having you on. appreciate you coming in to Sold Out. Merry Christmas to you and, and have a great new year. We'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel III. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.